Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I am your host, Annie F. Downs, and I am so glad to be here with you today. Happy summer. I hope you are having a great start to your June. I love June. I think it's super fun, probably because my birthday is coming in July, July 7th. Don't worry. We're going to party. But I just love June. I think it's fun. I'm working a lot on this new book, head down during the day, but trying to get out and see my friends and see the sunshine a lot too, because I love summer. So I hope you are getting to do the same. In the background, as usual, is our sweet friend Ellie Holcomb, and her new album, Red Sea Road, is one of the records that is on repeat as I am writing right now. I hope you are enjoying it as well. In January, I got to go to Haiti to visit the My Life Speaks nonprofit organization that is in Nepali. And I went with my friend Lisa Harper and her daughter, Missy, and my lovely assistant, Eliza, who you guys know and love. I'd spent a lot of time with Lisa Harper before that, but man, being in a third world country will make you besties real quick. I've loved Lisa's work and her writing for a really long time. She's an incredibly good speaker, incredibly profound Bible teacher. I'm just such a huge fan. So, And while we were in Haiti, we actually spoke at a women's conference. So to get to travel with her and speak with her and get to watch how she handles people so beautifully and handles the Word of God so beautifully was such a huge honor. Lisa has a new book coming out called The Sacrament of Happy, What a Smiling God Brings to the Wounded World. And listen, she is really, really fun. And today's podcast, I think you're going to love because not only do you get amazingly fun Lisa Harper, but also in and out of here is her sweet little seven-year-old daughter, Missy Harper, who you can see a lot on Lisa's Instagram. So that is who is in the studio with me today. Lisa, Missy, and I sit down, talk about all sorts of things, including her new book, The Sacrament of Happy. Welcome to the That Sounds Fun podcast. This is so fun. It's cool, love, right? It it's a great really little booth. Cool. I mean, I think we're about two months from you deciding you need your own podcast. It's I so think, fun. I think I will just come and be regular with you because <laughs> I think it's too oh, much Oh, I'd pressure. love it. But I love this. Like, this is much cooler than I expected. I don't... I don't I know. Really know what I expected. I expected more traditional studio. Right. I mean, and it's just a box. in a container with egg crate stuff. Yes, right. This is I awesome. know. Two microphones and black egg crates and black walls. This is awesome. Welcome to it. it. It's really fun. It's I very totally love it. Isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so yeah, because the lights are kind of blue. Uh-huh. We have one door out. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Except, luckily, we're not surrounded if by sharks. If we had some great 80s ballads, we could have a major <laughs> dance party in here with maybe <laughs> three people. Okay, have you done the silent disco thing yet? Have you heard Please of this? Please tell me no, but this would make me so happy. Everyone wears their own headphones and hears their own music. Oh, but please. everyone's at the same party. Okay, no, this makes me so happy. I don't know what to do. Because I would so Like entire be having... youth groups are doing it. Oh, no, that's where everybody. Awesome. Maybe there's like four channels you can tune into. or There's something where like the With room like, is wi- silent. Like wireless beats. Yes. And you've got your iPod yes. in your pocket or whatever. Yes, you just have the headphones on. And it just tunes into the... St- oh, so no, maybe that, you pick... No, that's awesome. I feel like you... Di- I haven't done one, obviously. You dial in... Our friend let's Kyle Chowning, Kyle and Christy have, have them own. all the time. Okay, okay let's, let's have it. it. And okay, that's that so fun. Because I love to dance, but yes. I'm not very rhythmic. And so But it's no one help- will hear the music you're hearing. That's what I was going to say. I can say you just didn't hear my offbeat music I was listening to from Scandinavia. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the, our friends listening are going to hear Missy just giggling in the background. Just, <laughs> just enjoy being this here. Is, this is homeschool homework for the day. Okay. This is actually a geometry game. Oh, cool. If you can believe it. It's called Geometry Light. How did you is, decide how to homeschool? Like, how did you decide what she needed to learn? Oh, law. Do you have someone that helps you? It, well, no. I was really, 
Um, I was very particular Mm -hmm. in the beginning and wanted to make sure I did it right. Mm -hmm. And then the first week I had to pray about not having a margarita before noon Mm -hmm. because it was so difficult. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So I met with a ton of experts, used a bunch of different curriculums and saw what fit her. Right. And then after about two weeks decided I needed to hire a math tutor because I'm evidently the worst worst math teacher in the world. Okay. And then once I kind of augmented and we have one curriculum, she's great at language. Yeah. She actually has gotten really very proficient at math. She's a little bit ahead of herself because of this math tutor mm-hmm. who's amazing and who I owe my life to and whose name is tattooed on my ankle. <laughs> um, and then the other things we're augmenting next year, we're hybrid, um, kind of hybridizing. So oh, two cool. days a week, she'll be in an all-day school atmosphere. I'm such a fan of those schools for homeschool uh, they're families. Awesome. They're awesome. So all day Wednesday, all day Thursday, mm-hmm. she'll be in and and they do like the cool science experiments That's where right. they do the volcanoes That's and the right. rockets and they do the, you know, once she gets to anatomy, they'll do the dissection, which is so nasty. Which I'm glad I don't have to no. do that. Owl pellets. Kitchen. I mean, how many times did you do owl pellets in middle school? I didn't do owl pellets. You didn't do owl pellets? No. Oh my gosh. Do you mean owl pellets like uh-huh. baby owls? No, 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 no. Like like poop. owl. Oh no, no. Yeah, where that you, just kind of made me throw it. up a little bit in my right? mouth. No, that's, that's awful. awful. That's awful. No, you don't we have to did. Do that at home. We did baby pigs and um, oh, yeah. baby ki- baby pigs. I think we may have. I don't think we did kittens. Our anatomy teacher was kittens. way that's into so it. That's so sad. That's right. Got to get um, that in. Oh, there. that's great that she'll go two days a week. She, yeah, it is because she's she's in a couple of gymnastics classes. She has some great. And no, I mean, you've been around her. Socialization mm-hmm. is not going to be our downfall. <laughs> she is an extrovert, but I just feel like classroom settings are critical. I learn better when I have kind of that cross-pollination, and she's similar. And so she does great with when we're just—I just now do English. So I do stories. I do language. I do—you know, we jump on the trampoline, and I actually am doing geography. Yeah. So she might get lost when she gets older, but— Have you seen—do you know my uh, friends—the Harrises have this, and my friends, the Hodges, they have this huge— map of yep. the U.S. that's yep. a puzzle? Yeah. Well, we've got the massive map that's decals of the U.S. <gasps> and the world wow, in our okay. playroom. One is right next to a mini tramp. And what I do is I put you know, the little stickies everywhere we're going. So yeah. she actually is pretty sharp at the U.S. Yeah. And she can tell you where Australia is and where London is and all the places we're going. Yeah. And so, so no. I mean, we have the puzzle, but not the great big one. Yeah, it's like as big. I mean, it's probably. It goes on the wall. No, it goes on the floor. It's on the floor. Probably oh, okay, okay. three feet long and I two have feet high. That. I have seen that. Do you, so I thought I was really good at America. Yeah. I knew the middle threw me off, but yeah. I could do west and east yeah. and south. Yeah. But me, me and a four-year-old working that puzzle he was like where does indiana go and i was like here and like just circled the center <laughs> i mean i could the not center's tough the it's center's hard. tough because when she was doing because now she can do all the states she's not as great with the northwest but everything else yeah. she can do yeah. and she'll be like mama what is this and i'll be like virginia <laughs> so i'm just like you southeast i've got northeast yeah. i've got and then I all the capitals states. yeah I can, it's just no, where they are in the middle that middle section yeah Middle section. I just is didn't tough. spend enough time there. No, Middle section me needs neither. to bring me out yeah. more because it's like I'm just Nebraska, not... <laughs> Oklahoma. They could you, surely you can interchange them. And here's the truth about our lives: like I just take a plane. This yeah. isn't 50 yeah. years ago where yeah. we took cars and you followed it no. on the map. I mean, I, I just sit down and do my work for two right. and a half hours, and then and, I get I off know. when it and stops. Surprise! You're there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what I'm planning on next because she's seen so much of the world, but. 
she hasn't seen all the rest areas. Yeah. And so I think next summer we're renting a, an RV. I think we'll be like just Chevy across. Chase all over again. Yes. Because yes. I think that would be a blast. Why Don't you think that would be so yes. much fun? Oh, my gosh. It would be so fun. Yeah. And a little bit horrific, which you need in childhood right. memories. Right. You've got to have a childhood vacation right. where you go like, that's right. that was awful and the best. Yeah. Like awful that's the one and, we'll and always talk it. about. That's oh, exactly I right. I almost killed my aunt and her husband and her two kids when they were little. And it's their, we went to the Grand Canyon and uh-huh. I had run it because I used to do biathlons and uh-huh. used to be in shape 30 What's pounds What's a biathlon? Ago. Running and biking? Running and biking. Okay. And when I was in, I used to live in Colorado and was in, right. you know, very, very good shape because everybody was. And... And anyway, I had run this trail in the Grand Canyon that's like 13 miles down, 13 miles back out. And uh-huh. I thought, oh, yeah, your kids, it's so much fun. You go down to this waterfall. It's iridescent blue. Talked them into coming all the way from Florida uh-huh. to this Grand Canyon adventure. Told them, oh, she said, are you sure they can do it? They're only 8 and 11. I was like, oh, yeah, easy. It's Oh, it'll be yeah. easy. Well, what I didn't take into account was I'd done it in March when the weather was, I don't know, in the sure. high 80s. Yeah. We did it in the end of June when the weather was 115. Oh it's gosh. one of the hottest spots in the in the country. Right. And of course, we've got backpacks going down the Grand Canyon. This, we get to the bottom, and of course, I hadn't thought when it's hot, the waterfall drives up. So you know, I told them, <gasps> no. it's so worth the trail. It's amazing. You get down there, and it was so horrible. They ended up, they, and there's no car travel. There's right. only the Havasupai Indian tribe lives down in reservation down there. The only way out is either helicopter for medical emergency, or you ask one of these gracious Havasu. Indians, if you can pay to use one of their horses or donkey to take you no. up out of the can, yes. And so my <laughs> my aunt, her husband, my uncle Dale, who's so kind, he had just just south, I mean just north of a heat stroke, like serious oh. serious medical condition. My aunt was sobbing, crying, bribed a man to take her eight year old out of the canyon because she thought the whole family was going to die no. at the bottom. And I was like, like y'all are going to be sorry. that family that oh, eats yeah. each other. What oh, is yeah. that <laughs> from the yeah, westward expansion? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. But then they end up now, both kids are now grown with their own kids. Uh-huh. And do you know all they talk about is, we want to go back to the Havasupai. Uh-uh. Yeah, because at 8 and 11, that was like the grandest adventure yes. of their life. Yes, And my aunt still holds a grudge. Like, I can't even look at her when she talks about it because I'm like, I feel so <laughs> terrible. But it was a blast. Yeah. And so I want Missy to have I those. went with my godparents. We drove from Louisiana. When I was in eighth grade. We drove from oh, Louisiana to... Montana, uh, Wyoming, and back. Oh. And I oh. slept through Colorado both ways, eighth grade, right? <laughs> Puberty, growing up, yeah. you need yeah. a lot of sleep. Yeah, I slept through Colorado both ways. But, I mean, it's the same. It's one of those where you're like, yeah. did I really ride in a car from, yeah. Louis- from the bottom of America to the Isn't top of America? I know. But it's and a great memory. You didn't, it's like back then, you didn't do seatbelts. You like slept no, in the back of the car, the yep. laid up on the, That's you right. know, the dash. Or, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> My dad drove us. My mom always wanted to go see the leaves mm-hmm. change in North Carolina. We lived in Florida. There were no leaves. And so every year, about October, we would go up to North Carolina for a long weekend to see the leaves change. One year, my dad decided it would be a good idea for him to just build this whoppy jawed, like little, uh, it was like a little cape Mm -hmm. over the back of his truck. 
And since I was in high school, it made sense for me to lie in the back of the truck on a cot because the front of the truck only had three people sure. really comfortably. So my little brother was wild. They knew he'd jump out of the back. Right. So I am like 16 years old in the back of a truck. It's major redneck microdermabrasion. I rode in the back of a truck. I'm like, that is illegal. Surely right. that's illegal. From Florida to North Carolina. Did you just back. read a book back there? What'd you do? I think I journaled and talked about how hard my life was. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Really sad music. <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> She's like, you think your life was hard then, Mom? No. <laughs> what well, you didn't know. Because I was coming. I was coming, and I was going to wear you slap out, Mama. <laughs> I was when you slapped out when you were little. Because when I was little, I was like... Speaking of being worn slap out, I think we should talk about Haiti and your experience. Oh, listen. <laughs> Do you know, I looked at some pictures a couple of days ago. I was like, you know what? That wasn't so bad. And I was like, Annie. It was. It really was. <laughs> But I know we did. You can't be so loud. <laughs> of course she can. School. It's us. You really like of course she can. Godly. She just You know what? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Tell Miss Annie fruit of the spirit because then she'll think I'm a really good homeschooling mama. Oh yeah, I'm ready. Yes. Let's hear them. Fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And then Galatians 5, 22 and 23. And she did that the wow. whole time she was playing Geometry Light game on her iPad. Oh, her. wow. Right. So she's not so impressive. everyone should know she's she's double time and she's <laughs> that's learning. Right. That's right. Very biblical and very good at math. <laughs> very good at math. And yeah. dancing. Dancing and while she does it too. <laughs> kind of trashy dancing. I told her Jesus doesn't like that. That's not worship dancing. <laughs> She says it's her worship. It's in her dance. heart. She can't help it. Yeah. She cannot help yeah, it. I know. Um, I, we did go to Haiti. And it wasn't, it was just different than I expected. <laughs> I just needed, the first time you go somewhere third world, it's just You need to different. know they don't have blow dryers. Yeah, you just need to know they don't have blow dryers. I've said to Missy, just tell people they don't have blow your, dryers. Your face in Haiti that second day when we're all sitting around in those little plastic chairs uh-huh. watching the kids play. And it's like you had just decided, okay, this is my lot in life. <laughs> And you were so kind, and it was so hot in January that all of us just had sweat trickling uh-huh. down our faces. And I everything. thought, Got I love everything. her now with my whole heart. I know, right? It did because you were such a team player. Oh uh, well, I mean, you really are an amazing thanks. sport. Well, it was. It really. I think with preparation and information, <laughs> I could do it again in some time. And Pepto Bismol. Pe- yeah, I mean, we can't underestimate and so the um, the parasite situation that I experienced. I mean. All night long. I can't tell you how many times I've said to people, like, you understand I was the only person awake all night long. Yeah. Except one bodyguard. It was He was asleep the two times and I had to wake him up. And, and didn't, didn't speak, speak great English. English and mm-hmm. told me he, to give him money and he would get me a Coke. And I was like, listen, <laughs> I can't feel this. This is this cannot be the way things are supposed to happen at 3 a.m. in Haiti. That's right. And the bathroom is, uh, I guess we could call it primitive. Yes, sure, certainly. Certainly. It is way better than a lot of people in that country. It is way better than a whole. Yeah, you want to Tell us about the bathroom in Haiti. Come on, come over here and tell us about the bathroom in Haiti. <laughs> trashy. Trashy. <laughs> it's a trashy. It was. I don't like it. No, you did not like that I bathroom. I don't like homes. Yeah. Bathroom. Yeah. I don't like Haiti's bathroom. No, did you like? Here, come closer. Did you like? Do you like hotel bathrooms? Yes. Yes. So you can, so you can like, um, just sleep there. In the bathroom. No, in the bed of the hotel. 
<laughs> Did you like the food we ate in Haiti, though? That was good. Yes, ma'am. It was very good. Yeah, and you got to see people you really love, like Aunt Fifi, yeah? Yes, ma'am. Sometimes I do this. Oh, <laughs> you close your eyes and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do, like, Sally. Yeah, Daisy. yeah. It was fun, and you made friends while we were in Haiti, too, and you hung out with some little girls that were your age, too. Yes, ma'am. It was so fun. Have y'all, what's been the processing been like since y'all been back, Lisa? Like, do you, because yeah. that was her first time being it was in Haiti since you adopted yeah. her. Yeah, and I was really anxious. You know, I had several people thought the main reason we went, and I told you that early, I mm-hmm. brought her home three years ago from Haiti, and it was tough. The last nine months in Haiti, very, very tough. She was at a place where, um, because Missy has HIV, some of the people who worked with her, the caregivers, um, just didn't have the luxury of an education. So they sure. thought if they touched Missy, they would contract HIV and then it would transmit to AIDS and they'd die. Right. And so she was not um, well-loved at all. By the way, listeners, she's wearing headphones now, so she can't hear us. Um, and I was hesitant to take her back because I didn't want to re-traumatize her. But mm-hmm. her Aunt Fifi, who you mentioned, who who took care of Missy and loved her so well after Missy's first mom and dad of AIDS has ovarian cancer. And I thought, I just can't, I can't live with the fact that I don't have her see Fifi at least one more time. Mm-hmm. And Fifi. let Fifi see her. Exactly. Yeah, I exactly. mean, it's probably as much for Fifi. Yeah, and so, um, so you know, we prayed about it. I go to a Christian counselor on a pretty regular basis just to keep it relatively in between the lines. Listen, you and me both, sister, yeah, tomorrow yeah, afternoon, hey, praise Jesus, I will spend all my shoe money <laughs> I will, on I will Christian buy counseling. my counselor a boat <laughs> right, if she wants one. Right. <laughs> I told her, I said, I am job security for you, baby. That's right. <laughs> but we did some play therapy. She knows Missy and has worked with Missy some, and she she said, you know, I think she's going to be okay because she's so secure. Mm-hmm. And because she was loved by Fifi, Missy very quickly, uh, compared to most adoptive kids, bonded with me when I first started going down to Got Haiti. It. So she said, I think she's okay, even though she's only seven. I think yeah, she's secure enough. Like Wait just a minute, Toots. Put your headphones back on because we're talking secret, private, <laughs> private adult stuff. Thank you, Toots. Um, it's been incredible. Yeah. She did say, she'll say, Mama, I don't like to potty. And yeah. I'm like, I know, honey, neither do I. But she loved every other part of Haiti. Yeah. And, you know, we're going back in two weeks. What? I didn't know that. We are going Weird back Weird you didn't weeks. invite me. How surprising. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to give you a bye. Thank you. Yeah. Listen, I know Call me once to bring a year. you to Haiti in the summer. Uh-uh. Um, so you'll go back with us in January. That's right. She, what are y'all um, going for in two weeks? Well, you know, I... It bugs me to hawk books. Uh-huh. And so I have a book coming out, and publishers were saying, you know, we want you to talk about it. And I said, I'm not. It's gross. I, it yeah. gags me yeah. to, uh, to pitch stuff, which is, of course, why I'm on your podcast. <laughs> I was about, about to say, this book. actually releases I know, I know. the week sure, your, I know, your book comes awkward. out. But I said, could we attach it to something that's a little more um, just not about not just Lisa. selling a book? Yeah. Sure. And so we came up with um, the so happy hashtag S O W happy. Oh, wow. And we're building a garden. So we're going back to that oh, village you? you were in, Nepali. In we've, Nepali. Already, we've leased five acres of land right over by where you and I walked. Yeah, yeah, we've yeah. We've got five more acres over in that part. Where they're we, moving the new area? Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. And we are building. They've already started plowing the ground and everything. But we are building a five-acre garden to help sustain. Because that village yeah. is only 2,000 people. Right. So a five-acre garden could feasibly feed almost the whole village as far as vegetables sure. and some protein we're growing you know some things that will, will have protein yeah they obviously still need chicken and sure. fresh water and eggs and all kinds of stuff no more jumping toots and um so we're going back for three days because i said i don't really want to awesome. be here when the but not that it would cause that much of a stir but i'd much rather instead of doing interviews with 
you know, radio stations, I'd much rather rather be in Haiti actually yeah. doing something that yeah. is toiling. Yeah, and so we're going back, and she's excited, and I'm I'm excited except for the fact that I'm fluffy, and anytime <laughs> I'm overweight and I go to Haiti, oh golly, you know, it's like I almost start forest fires. Um, <laughs> Because of the whole upper thigh issue, so so I'm going to try to lose 40 pounds between two now weeks, and June. You think it's best possible? of luck? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, people have done weirder stuff, but I wouldn't and recommend paleo it. Paleo makes me hateful. Oh, makes me hateful. I get so hangry. One of my favorite Instagram follows uh, this morning, and she's like a healthy living yeah. girl. Yeah. And she said, "I did 16 days of Whole 30, and I hate it. I'm stopping." Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was like, "I did the best yeah. I could, I, yeah. and I'm healthy, and I haven't. My skin is worse." I mean, she went through all these like. Sometimes you listen to your body. Right. And my body is right. not happy. My, like, oh, my body is really happy when I have Starbucks and when I have <laughs> some bread and preferably drenched in olive oil. That's right. A couple of chips and queso right. every That's day. Right. My All stuff you're so going to find easily in Nepali. Good Absolutely. luck. <laughs> Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I think that when the end of times comes, I'm going to last. Yeah. And so all these little Whole30 people are sure. going to be crying, coming sure. to my house. And, and you're be like, like, sorry, listen, sorry, I sorry, tried skinny to tell you That's right. to eat a Chick-fil-A I, more. This you was all listen. about Jesus, baby. Sorry for you. Okay, so y'all are going to just build, y'all are building a huge garden down yeah. there. Isn't That's that cool? amazing. So will Missy go with you? Missy's going with me. Okay. She's going to she's gonna dig and plant. You know, she's a little bit of a diva. So she'll be like, Mama, I hot. I'm yeah. like, yes, baby, it's Haiti. Um, <laughs> she's breathing heavy already, getting ready for it. It's sad it's and really sweaty, sweaty right. there. Yep. Um, yeah, we're going going to build a garden. She's going with me. A um, couple of girls from Lifeway are going. Oh, that's awesome. And they're calling it um, the Happy Grove. Oh, that's amazing. I know. Isn't, it, isn't it cool? Well, they said, you know, we'll name it after Missy. I was like, she's seven. That yeah. would be weird. <laughs> So she doesn't need to be the, uh-uh, the uh-uh, get no, grand central of the no, parade or whatever no, it's called. She doesn't need a, a brand. Right. Um, but they were just doing it to be gracious. Of course, yeah. And so, no, we're really, really excited. And, I, you know, Annie, I want her to see that life isn't all about getting what she wants. Mm-hmm. I want her to know. I um, think that's what you tried to teach me and Haiti as well. <laughs> <laughs> and it stuck, didn't it? It stuck. I believed <laughs> it you. Stuck. I, I believed you. I know. That's why we're going to give you a year before, Thank we, you. We, Thank before you. we invite you to that's come right. back. That's right. That's and right. I'll bring more tank and you and Missy, and we I'll can just bring with a little product. portable potty for the That's two right, of you. That's right, the two of us and, yeah. and some fans. I'll bring yeah, some more fans. fans. Well, you know, that is a big deal. Yeah. I always bring a little Brookstone portable fan, yes. and that keeps it me helps. from saying bad words. How's it going to be? Are you excited to see Fifi again and yeah. see the family? Yeah. And, yeah. Sorry, and they all know you are coming? Friend. They do. We actually, remember the program for them to um, have jobs? Yeah. We got Fifi and Grandmama a job. And oh, so wow. I'm not sure what they're doing, but I'm going to get to observe yeah. them at their job. That's awesome. And, you know, that's the thing about, to me, helping people in third world countries. It mm-hmm. doesn't take much. Yeah, that's and right. It really doesn't take much. And, I don't mean and money like isn't a, always or no, often the answer. No, Jobs, no. gardens. That's right. That's right. Pr- pr- helping them provide and for so, themselves and teaching. Yeah, so we're real excited. And you remember Missy's half-brother and half-sister mm-hmm. who I initially the wanted teenagers. to protect her from. That's yes. right. Um, we're bringing them some educational stuff and then kind of processing a little further, trying to get her half-brother to the States in a couple of years on an educational visa. Oh, that's amazing. Visa, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's pretty cool. I mean, I, God just, I told you, he really convicted me that, you know, your child's birth mother was not Parisian or Hawaiian. She's Haitian. Right. And so part of the really just his redemption in Missy's life and her being so healthy 
um, is to go back and to sow into the place where mm-hmm. in his sovereignty she was born, where yeah. she grew up as a baby. And so we will always go to Haiti. I wish it was not quite so hot. Sure. <laughs> and every now and then I'm, I wish for a better bathroom situation. Sure. But it, I'm being mostly silly. Yeah, we, it, it, it we is not bad. Back. Yeah. yeah, and y'all are with My Life Speaks. That's who you That's partner right. with down there, That's which right. I think is I want people to know that how much we support oh, Mike and amazing. Missy Wilson and what yeah. they do down there. And yeah. I mean, they've just I, I love one of the things that I learned while we were there that I thought was just amazing is Mike and Missy don't have this like let's change Haiti and make uh-uh. Haiti totally different. Uh-uh. They're like, no, we moved into this neighborhood. That's right, and we just want to be a part of this neighborhood. And how That's can we right. help? Well, the, the kids need food, so let's do lunch. That's right, and the. Young men want to play soccer. Let's build a field. That's right. And, you know, like, they aren't – it's just a really beautiful model of, like, it is. don't act like you're the white savior on a That's horse. Right. That's Move right. into the neighborhood That's and right. see what the neighborhood – how can you help so the neighborhood? It's so holistic. Yeah. Because they do – they have, of course, incredible plans. But mm-hmm. they're, they are flexible in that if this isn't working, you know, they're like oh, – these Americans came down years ago and spent tons of money building mm-hmm. a basketball court. Mm-hmm. And they're like – they don't play basketball. Right. So basically, it's just a big slab of cement that nobody uses. Right. And they were like, talk to Haitians. Say, what do y'all need? What would right. help? So, yeah, I do love. There's there's um, a respect mm-hmm. in the way they work mm-hmm. in that village, the way they hire Haitians. Yeah. And you're right. It is moving into the neighborhood going, we're just going to change where we yeah. live. Yeah. And that's that's not just Haiti. That's Nashville. That's yeah. wherever God's yeah. popped you. Someone recently asked me <laughs> if I was ever going to move out of Nashville. And, and I just, you know, I have 400 answers for that. But one of them is mostly I think no mm-hmm. I think no because I really want to be part of that's right building a happy grove in Nashville that's right Me right too. like I want my neighbor I want to look at what my neighborhood needs yeah and be a part of that uh, and yeah. try to figure that out so yeah, how can like amen. can we give seeds can we is there a way people can partner with so happy because I would love to do something you know I, I want to say yes it's just starting the way right now it's connected is for every book that that of the new book I have coming out uh-huh. is sold then a, a portion of the proceeds goes to um, oh, the Happy Grove. Oh, great. And so it's all connected Super. so that oh, that's so most smart. of the profits of the book or a large portion will go back to Haiti. Yeah. And so um, so that's how you do it. But you can go to, gosh, Annie, I'm sorry. I think it's, um, the book is called The Sacrament of Happy. And I want to say, if you just go to Lifeway, mm-hmm. The Sacrament of ha- Happy, there's actually a website now. I should know what it is. But Here's I, the best I, part. I You're going to love this. <laughs> We have, I have an intern turned employee named Hale, like Frozen Rain. Okay. And what we pay Hale hey, to Hale. do is she listens to the podcast and she pulls all the links. and oh, puts them awesome. Up. So we like to give Thank her you, one Hale. detective mystery every episode awesome. Awesome. That, where, the, where the guest okay. or I go, awesome. uh, I don't know who that awesome. person's name was. And so all your, Hale researcher, so, Hale. Yes. Thank you, Hale. So yeah. Hale will put the correct cool. link to the website. Cool. on. Um, We'll have it on the iTunes link on our, as well as on our oh, on the blog. Oh, good. Thank so you. So it'll go straight to you. Cool. It's cool, the best thanks. part. It's the funniest thing for us to do to Hale because I'm, I'm always like, oh, this will be. <laughs> We're like, there was like a soccer stadium that, that burned in 1974. I love those. And then we're like, good luck, Hale. <laughs> I actually love, though, digging for those things. Oh, like, yeah. Like, it's fun. I get like that. If I'm studying scripture, I always love cultural things. And yes. I'm like, I remember there was a woman who died. And that uh-huh. was the significance with the rabbi. But Missy's not up yet for the yeah. research. Okay, I'm going to put you, she will be. <laughs> I have been so distracted lately in scripture about Myrtle. Have you read anything about Myrtle or studied Myrtle? Myrtle? I know, it's super I have no weird. idea what you're talking about. And Isaiah 55, yeah. it says that, when it says that um, his word won't return void. Right. And then it says he will trade that where thorn bushes grow, right. will instead Myrtle will blossom. Myrtle will blossom. And I was like, 
that's why because why Myrtle? And then everywhere, it's Goodness only in the Bible gracious, like a handful that's a of times. Great question. No, I've never it's studied fascinating. that. I bought Myrtle oil. I was like, I'm going in. I'm going in on Myrtle because it's in ancient Greece. All the women used it in their wedding crowns, right? Because it's about the your body being balanced. Is there another? And- is there another word for that? Because you know, sometimes there will be a word for, it, or it'll be. You'll think that's a fig, and it's like actually in the Greek that translates to pomegranate. No, everywhere it's myrtle. It's all myrtle. Mm-hmm. It's and it's like only like what seven is that times. Now? What would the herb be now, or the fruit be now? It's still called myrtle. Still myrtle. Yeah. I wonder if crepe myrtle is. Um, is it is the same. Let me. We can look right now on the um, on the Bible app and look. Um, it is the same myrtle. It is not crepe myrtle because okay. when you look up crepe myrtle, it doesn't have the same like um, Latin Latin okay. plant. So okay. we'll just Well and you know that um when you go to Israel there there are so many things that are incredibly significant that we don't realize. You don't realize they don't have hardwoods there. So the olive right. trees, of course, they wouldn't tear down um, because they need it for the olives. That's much more valuable than the wood. There's things that, that when you see it, you go, oh, it was really arid. So mm-hmm. when God says you're a tree transplanted, I mean, planted by the, the water, it actually means transplanted. He moves us to right. a place that, that fruits or that there's there's sustenance there so there's got to be something significant to that that he did replace it with myrtle with myrtle right and so one of the original languages of it is the same as esther's name (gasps) oh that's awesome right that's so esther so this one is i don't know how to say it h-a-d-a-c myrtle oil yeah, See, myrtle oil is one myrtle. of the young living myr- oils. Okay. I don't even sell it. If you know well, someone you who know, sells it, I buy it from actually, them. But. Frankincense is a big deal. Yeah. And I have and frankincense expensive oil, oil it, too. It is very expensive oil. <laughs> someone the other week told me, like, I rub frankincense on my feet every night. Yeah. I was like, must be nice to be rich. <laughs> I'm rubbing olive oil on my feet every night. So <laughs> When you said myrtle, my little brother had a turtle when he was little named Myrtle. Yeah. Myrtle the turtle. And he rolled over on it in the night because he got Myrtle out of the... You know, he the slept little glass with thing in slept the bed. with Myrtle and killed Myrtle, oh. and none of us had the heart to tell him he had murdered Myrtle. So Bless. when you said Myrtle, I thought, how did she know that about our family? <laughs> like, that's a secret. My little brother is 45 years old, and he doesn't know still to this day that he killed Myrtle. And I don't know that he listens to the That Sounds Fun podcast, so I think you're going to be all right. Well, I thought, I, think, I don't know. Since you said Hale was such a great know. researcher, I thought right. maybe she found this she somewhere may in our family oh gosh, lore, and that's did. why you brought up Myrtle. No, no, no. I just no, purely was asking. Look at it, Isn't that interesting, though? Do you have Lagos? No, Bible I software. use blue. No, my uh, my mom yeah, blue letter lit, Bible. Yeah, I use blue letter Bible. Well, Laga slays me. Okay, and it will have. It's like you know, five hundred hails gathered yeah. in one place. They've got yeah, the yeah, best yeah. research. So I'll look it up. Yeah, there I just think it's so interesting that like it's very why, interesting. Why are we replacing thorn bushes with myrtle? And I know yeah. it, it is. It does grow will in the be Middle East. To it, but, but there yeah, will there be has something to be because yeah. the Lord wouldn't keep using it. Mm-hmm. And it's the I I don't hold me to this, but I think it's the same myrtle. Or the thorn bush. One of the two is the one from Exodus, too, from what Oh, the what thorn burned. bush is yeah. from, from Exodus. Yeah, yeah, I do know that. Yeah. So it's just all very interesting. Don't should... you love that there are the—it's not—I mean, it's not a fairy tale. It's not a book of metaphor. It is historical. I love mm-hmm. the historicity of Scripture because mm-hmm. you can look it up and go, oh, there was a reason behind that. Yes. Or there was color behind that. There's something in that narrative that actually we can find more truth out of yeah. that's redemptive for us today. Yeah. I love studying things And people like that so scripture. jump, and I do too, jump to God's word won't return void. What he yeah. puts out. I'm like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, and I think it's just one of the fun parts of being in relationship with the Lord yeah. is that when you stay in scripture, he goes, yeah. hey, look at that. Oh, look yeah. at that word. Oh, oh And then yeah. all of a sudden I'm like, Mer- 
Myrtle. Yeah. Well, I wonder why Myrtle. And then I yeah. spent literally, Lisa, two weeks oh, yeah. thinking about Myrtle, but Andy, ordering the oil. But it'll also change your life. Right. I remember the first time, you know, in... Um, it's one of those real familiar passages, like his word don't, won't return void in the, the Mount of Transfiguration. And we've read that a bazillion times. Mm-hmm. A couple of years ago, I'm reading that, and it just struck me that, oh, my goodness, that's supposedly on where you've been, Mount mm-hmm. Hermon, or mm-hmm. at least an adjacent mountain, northern right. shore Sea of Galilee. And there is Moses transfigured next to Jesus. And it always so bugged me that Moses didn't make it in to yeah. the promised land. yeah. And here he is centuries later, glorified next to a radiant Jesus. And you go, he did make it in. He made it in. I've never thought about that. But the first time he made it in, he's not in his sweaty jar clay body with three million, you know, fussy Israelites. He's next to a radiant redeemer. Mm -hmm. And that's, Mm -hmm. you've been to Israel. That is the most scenic point. You can see the entire Sea of Galilee from there. It's unbelievable. And you go, if we could interview Moses today, let's say he's on the podcast Mm -hmm. and you say. I'm trying. He just will not return our emails. He's not returning emails. He'll he'll get around to it. He's pretty busy. (laughs) But you knew you said, Mo, would you rather go in? In your jar of clay body mm-hmm. with all those fussy Israelites, or door number two, yeah. you get to stand next to Jesus, right? Because God isn't bound by time and space. And I, but I just remember seeing that I was in Starbucks, and that was a parallel passage. I can't remember what I was studying, and it was that, oh, you know, it's like, good night. I've read this a thousand right. times, right? And missed every time. I mean, I saw that Moses was there, and that's mm-hmm. a big deal. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know. That's a big deal. I'd never thought he's in the middle of the promised land. Right. So he made it in in the most glorious conditions. I have never thought about that ever. Well, to me, that proves that Romans eight twenty eight is not hyperbolic. Right. That everything ultimately does work out for our good and for His glory. But that's the thing that's cool to me about Scripture is it's not it's not flat. It's yeah. multifaceted. Yeah. And it's supernatural. But it also there's things like that that you'll dig and you'll go, oh my goodness, this is fresh for me today. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've known this since I was a kid and saw it flannel graft, but it's right. fresh for me it's today. It's real. Yeah. yeah. I, we have a lot of friends who email me that listen to the podcast that are kind of getting started reading their Bibles and yeah. are kind of new to it. And I just always want to say like, start wherever. Like oh, yeah. start Matthew, Mark, oh, yeah. Luke, and John because it's the real, it's sure. like an easy thing. Sure. But like, God's not going to let you miss oh, yeah. him. Uh-uh. You can uh-uh. start. I wouldn't start in That's Deuteronomy. Right. Or Leviticus. But I just think, man, you can those. go to the Psalms. And he's, oh, yeah. he is going to show you something that you did not That's know right. before you sat right. down. Well, and most of it is narrative. Mm-hmm. It's a story. It's not just right. a story. It's a love story. Right. And we tend to think it's systematic theology. And I'm like, no, nope, nope. That's a small part. Most yeah. of it, you can insert yourself in the drama. You go, right. oh, my goodness, this perfect king condescends to fall in love with this messy bride Mm -hmm. and you see that reiterated over Mm -hmm. and over and over Mm -hmm. again i've been uh kind of stuck in colossians a little bit a friend and i had a really long conversation about colossians the other day randomly yeah and now and it does that thing i texted him afterwards i said i'm stuck in colossians i can't get out yeah because now all i'm thinking about is how the fullness of god was in jesus yeah and what does that mean for us and 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 what do we know about god what do we not know about god and what is left to be revealed about god yeah if the fullness is in jesus and how I mean, I, I can't. It's spinning. I know. It's spinning. And but you don't go, you love spinning? Yeah, that's because the way I want to be. Because I used to, when I was younger, I think, I mean, I, and nobody ever taught me this that I that I know tacitly, but I thought the harder I study and the you know more Bible study blanks <clears throat> I fill in, I'll learn all of this eventually, mm-hmm. almost as if it was linear yeah. or didactic. Like you're going to graduate. Exactly. Yeah. 
And then now I'm 53 years old, been a believer since I was Missy's age. And I go, it's God is more mysterious to me now than he has ever been in the most wonderful way. Right. I'm not always and it's looking not scary. for answers. No. Right. No, it's wonderful. And who wants a God that they can totally comprehend? <laughs> right. You know, if right. God can be contained by my dinky mind, mm-hmm. he's too small. Mm-hmm. And so I actually, the, the older I get, the more I love the mystery. And the mystery of his mercy. Yeah. That even though there's... There's lessons he's teaching me that feel almost exactly the same that they did 40 years ago. He is still kind. That slays me. His kindness has been what I've been stuck in lately. Just, yeah. Just overwhelmed by it. Really? Yeah. We were in London last week. Yeah, girl, get it. Put those headphones on. Can you hear us? cool, baby doll. Okay. You can't. Well, it's because you have them flipped oh. wrong, baby. Come here and we'll put them on. Miss Annie sure is being sweet to you. Oh, I love it. Yeah, we were in, um, we were in London. Oh. Can you hear us now, miss? Yes, ma'am. Oh, good. Yes, ma'am. There you go, girl. Um, we were at a church where four and a half years ago, Hillsong London. Yeah. I didn't even know, Annie, that I had one particular layer of shame, and it was just mm. about crushing me. Mm-hmm. And one of the pastors there, he he didn't speak to that specifically. He, we were just having a normal conversation. Yeah. It was one of those kind of miraculous conversations that nobody else would recognize what sure. a big deal it was. And in that conversation, an Italian restaurant downtown London, one evening in church, God just lifted this huge, huge burden of shame off my shoulders, and I just wept. Yeah. Well, here we are four and a half years later, and I've got my seven-year-old kid who right. who would have dreamt I'd get to be a mom. I was so foolish in my 20s and 30s, totally missed, you know, the window of biological motherhood. Mm-hmm. And there I am with Missy four and a half years later, same place, same place of freedom, and I get to teach at the same church. And I w- ended up just walking through Hyde Park, just just weeping. Just messed up a bit. Goodness. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, the goodness, the kindness of God. Yeah. So that's, that's I end up being stuck. And you see that everywhere. Colossians, right. even in Deuteronomy. You right. You see the kindness of God. Yeah. So that's something I actually am writing. That's part of my new book. I think we've talked about and a little I'm bit. I'm very excited about, about your new book. Oh, you're kind. Um, I'm not kind. I'm tell, honest. Yeah. I'm so fired up about your new oh, book. Oh, thanks. I, yeah. It's Yesterday, I stopped at um, the grocery store after I wrote and bought marshmallows and ramen, if that just gives you a... a <laughs> clue yes. of yes, how it it's going yes it does. i got home my roommate said i'll let you do that once oh yeah but i can't let you do that every day that you're working on this well, book. you can't do it every day but but you can add the dark chocolate marshmallow things that uh-huh. are covered in dark chocolate grams because then I that ju- adds a little bit of yeah. protein and i just and was driving from i'd it. written at a coffee shop for a couple hours and it did not you know how it goes it did yeah. not go great yeah. it just yeah. was hard and i didn't know what was happening and and I and i thought i got to the grocery store and i was like okay there's a lot of things you don't need to do yeah. What are a couple of things that you can't like? Let's not turn to things. Right. We're not going to let things right. make us feel better. Right. We're not. But like, what? What's a small thing? I was like, one pack of ramen <laughs> and the smallest bag of marshmallows you can buy, and then go Dad, home. Did you eat them together? I mean, virtually, but that no. That is an odd. That is an odd pairing. No, I was cooking the ramen and popping the marshmallows okay. like they were potato chips. I okay. mean, it was not my proudest moment, but but they're mostly air. That's right. That's what okay, I tell myself. Can you share air what you sugar. were writing on? Yeah, I'm trying to tell. I mean, I know big picture, but like, sure. what was it that kind of messed what was you up it? yesterday? It was so hard. Yeah. I was working on this portion of my story, talking about what what manna actually looks like and how yeah. and what God's provision actually looks like mm-hmm. for me kind of it's the only the third chapter so it's just setting up my yeah. baptism in Scotland because oh, wow. I got baptized baptized in Loch Ness 
when I was 20. That's eight. unbelievable. Isn't that cool? So I got sprinkled when I was a baby. Sure. But I didn't choose to be baptized until I was 28 right. in Loch Ness. And so, and so trying to, the, the, the thing that made it so hard was how do I get from here to there? I know that's the next place I'm going. Yeah. I don't know the bridge to get there. So. But that, I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah. That outward sign of the inward transformation and right. what steps God took you to. I would have been eating marshmallows too. Right. Okay, good. <laughs> well, because I think when you go to those significant, moment, significant moments in your own redemption story, you also have to see what drove you there. Mm-hmm. And what drove you there that's is right. always, I need more. Yeah. And, and I can't make it by myself. And there's a sense of, of longing and even hopelessness that yep. drives you to the redemption of Jesus. So you can't look at a baptism without looking at the hard <laughs> things that drove you to that baptism. That's right. That's what it was. So, yeah. so that, that drove me to marshmallows and ramen. Well, which meant, but those are good things. See, it's getting better and better. Sweet Eliza that you love that went with I us to Haiti as well. I love her. I called her today and she said, well, I mean, at least you put like spinach or something in the ramen. I was like, you wish I put spinach in the ramen. <laughs> it was me and the noodles and the chemicals and that's it. Now listen, every every time I write a book, and you used to, I took it off. Now I'm so busy as a single mom, I don't take it off. But I would gain about 10 pounds because I, I run I and I work out. And then when I'm writing... I'm, I'm just busting it, and yep. I write best at night. Yeah. And so I'll write a lot of times from like 10 p.m. to like 3 or 4 in the morning. Right. Well, then the next day starts, and it doesn't have any mercy over the fact that you wrote all right. night. Right, right. There's, there's, it know, did when you, were, when you didn't have a mama, right? It or did when you when weren't I, a mama. Yeah, when I, when I didn't have a 7-year-old yeah. and didn't have homeschooling to do. Right. And, um, cars that broke down and you know mm-hmm. dogs that get sick on the carpet and a million other things. Ugh. First world stuff. Right. Just totally first world stuff. But... There was something about when I finished it, if it was good, I wanted to celebrate with carbs. And if uh-huh. it was really hard, I wanted to just kind of console myself with carbs. That's right. That's the <laughs> so exact problem. Way, it's like writing just – there's something about writing and, and eating the wrong things that went hand How in hand How many me. books have you written? Um, this is my 13th, 13th trade book. Yeah. That is insane. But not even counting Bible studies. Yeah. How many counting Bible studies? studies? Do you even know? Uh, I think 17. Okay. I think 17. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, they aren't all very good. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yes, very, they are. Very mediocre. Yes, they are. Who's on the no, cover of this book, Missy? Uh, Whose picture is that on the cover of that book? Well, that's me and Mommy. It is you and Mommy. That's exactly <laughs> right. It says happy. It does say happy. The sacrament of happy. Okay, Lisa, did you know you wanted to write y'all's? Is it, uh, this is y'all's story, the start of it. Um, it. It has a little bit of our story yeah. in there, the adoption process. No, I'll tell you how it started, Annie. I was with, uh, this was about a year ago, uh-huh. and I was writing on something else, and I was writing on the orphan spirit. Uh-huh. I have an orphan spirit, how yeah. messy. Most people would say she was an orphan. And I'm like, mm, she doesn't have an orphan spirit. She has yeah. such a security. I had an orphan spirit. Mm. I had a dad and a stepdad. And I, and I was writing on that, and it just wasn't coming. And Lisa Jackson, yes, you know, our, we share our friend, agent. Yes, is amazing. Lisa said, where are you right now? And I said, Lisa, I'm just in such a happy place. I'm in such a joyful place. And she said, why aren't you writing about that? And I said, well, because it seems kind of trite. You know, I said, you <laughs> right. know, the world is in chaos and, you know, yeah. a lot of people aren't in happy seasons. And she said, but have you been happy? She asked something like, have you been happy even when you weren't happy? Mm. And I was like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I have. And it made me start really digging into 
how we tend to um, emasculate the joy that God gives us, and it makes the gospel smaller than it is. Sure. And how happy is not based on happenstance. I've heard that my whole life. Right. I heard that joy was the joy was the spiritual emotion. Right. It's based on Jesus. That's yourself. right. That's what I've always heard too. Oh yeah, yeah. And happy is considered uh, superficial at best. That's right. Because it's based on happenstance, and that's actually not true theologically, biblically. Oh, this is one of those verses that slayed me. Like yeah. your myrtle, not the turtle. First yeah. <laughs> um, Timothy one eleven. it's when Paul is telling young Tim, mm-hmm. here's your responsibility, here's your calling. And he said, you're called to share the glorious euangelion, the good news, the glorious good news of the, and then in Greek it's makairos, of the, most of our English Bibles translate it happy, but the literal word there is, I mean, uh, blessed, the literal word there is happy. So your responsibility is to share the good news of the happy God. Wow. And that just slayed me because I thought, oh, my goodness, I didn't know God described himself as happy. Yes. I I had no idea. So it just made me start doing the study. And then kind of during that same time, I was like, could I actually, am I allowed? Yeah. Am I allowed? Is that just trashy? I was at a, a dinner with some friends, and Sheila Walsh and I were telling this story. Who's hilarious. Hilarious. I love her. And we're her Scottish her, accent. Oh, which makes everything better. Right. Like, you could read the phone book, and That's I'd right. learn more about Jesus. She and I were at this. It was hilarious, Annie. It was supposed to be um, a red carpet event we've been mm-hmm. asked to go to to walk the red carpet for a Christian movie premiere. And it ended up being at a strip mall movie theater, and you know, it was oh, indoor outdoor. Sure. It was hilarious. <laughs> what well, had rained really hard the night before, and wow. where we got out of the car was next to a median, this uh-huh. grassy median, where her heels stuck in the mud, and she got stuck. And I'm in the back of her husband's sports car, uh-huh. so I can't get out of the car. And I'm trying to come to her aid. I finally get out of his car. And when I did, my boots got stuck in the mud. I end up falling on top of Sheila. No. She's wearing this gold, amazing, like, I don't know, leather, you know, incredible suit. I fall on top of her. And we're laughing so hard we can't get leverage. Oh, sure. We're in the mud at this really cheesy. Like y'all are on the Christ- ground in the mud. On the ground in the mud. <laughs> but what makes it even worse is after like 30 seconds, and you, Sheila's a, a tad more petite than I am, I hear underneath me, I'm peeing oh. in the Scottish <laughs> accent. And it just ended up being, I mean, it was such a comedy of errors. Oh, and then she had hilarious. to be interviewed live on TBN. Well, I'm, no. I'm howling. Oh, She's sure. like, does it show? Can you tell I've wet myself? I'm like, you can. You actually really can. You really can. Oh, so it was hilarious. Well, we were telling that story, and it got all these other people at the dinner party to tell their funny stories. Yeah, sure. And the girl sitting next to me said, I will never forget it. She kind of leaned back in her chair because we all love Jesus. We're all a little bit older. Sure. So it was like the sweet, nostalgic moment. And then she leaned back and she said, those were happy times, weren't they? You know, as if happiness was this fleeting thing. Yeah. And I thought, why is it we tend to talk about happiness in the past tense as if those days when we had no cares or the present tense, like one day when all this difficulty is over, we'll be happy again. And I thought, you know, if God describes himself as happy, we're his image bears. What is the theology of happy? What yeah. really is biblical happy? Yeah. And the more I delved into it in scripture, the more I realized, oh, dang, dog it. It is not superficial. It's a sacrament. Right. It's it's a right. calling. So anyway, that's how this book came out. And it is 
I'm not a really I'm not a great writer. So regardless, y'all, of what Annie says, she's exaggerating <laughs> wildly. But it is my favorite book I've ever written. Really? It, it really is. It was one of those that I actually didn't eat much ramen and marshmallows yeah, because it was just loved it. it was a joy. Yeah. It was an absolute joy. It wasn't I love it. It was more love than it was labor. Yeah. Yeah. What made you decide to put you and Missy on the cover? Because we, they were talking about happy images, mm-hmm. and one of the girls had seen that picture of Missy and I, and I thought, you know, it, our story is woven through kind of the theology of happy, and it just, that picture makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. They did um, Photoshop my stomach just a little bit, <laughs> and, and that made me happy as well. <laughs> hey, listen, I'll take that too. I can't tell you how many times I've sent back a headshot and been like, I love that. If you can just unroll me. <laughs> If you'll just take a little brush and unroll I know, me, I, I will know. use that picture all day long. And I want to look long. like myself. Like, I don't want to look like, you know, a totally different totally. person. But I just want to look like my best self. The best self. Yeah. I want to look like yeah. myself in my wildest dreams. That's who <laughs> yeah. I want to look like. Yeah, me too. I know. I just me did too. new headshots last week. And one of the things I said on Instagram stories, I was like, you cannot compare yourself to these uh-uh. pictures. No. I literally cannot oh, yeah. compare myself oh, yeah. to the you finished can't. product. Because that takes six people and well, a computer. Yeah. Isn't it hilarious when you go to an event and the person meeting you at the bag claim, who's never met you before, looks at you and then looks confused? Like, they gave me your headshot, yeah. but you don't look exactly <laughs> like this. That's, I always want to go, I'm so sorry, baby. That's called oh. Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, don't go back of the book. That's look right. at my Instagram. That's right. My Instagram That's will show exactly you the truerness. Right. That's right. To this. Okay, so this book, The Sacrament of Happy, would you yeah. say, is this a women's book or a women and men, or who's, who yeah, do you want to read it? It's, you know, it's, it, again, it's one of the first books I've written that is not just estrogen heavy. So it Good. is more to, to both men and yeah. women. And so, um, no, it's kind of applicable. I'd say, I'd say 12 and over. Yeah. You know, men or women. I love it. So I from like belly rings to bladder getting, control problems. That's right. <laughs> I love us getting, as women writers, getting to write books that men can pick up and will pick up. Well, you know, that's some of the shame that was um, that God really spoke to about four and a half years ago was what happened was this pastor just looked at me and asked me a question. I think we were talking about the wisdom books. Mm-hmm. And he said, Nalisa, when you um, exegete this, what is your, like, he asked me a question as a peer. Yeah. And I was so taken aback by that because I am conservative theologically mm-hmm. and the culture I've been in largely in America has been... If you have ovaries, you're a little less than as far yeah. as your function in, yeah. in Christendom. And I am not strident. I'm not a feminist. Mm-hmm. You don't want me to burn my bra, believe right. me. <laughs> um, but that part of me that felt like my value was second to yeah. a man's, in, especially in ministry leadership, yeah. it, it took a long time to believe I have something to say Um that that maybe and, and we all do all of us revelation 12 you tell your story and the enemy is defeated it yeah, doesn't right. say if you're a girl just tell your story to girls that's right but it Come took on me with a that. long time you're a lot further along down the road than i, I was don't know about that oh, you yeah. know i had a friend tell me just the other day she is coming around to she doesn't write books she doesn't have any any yeah. desire to do any of this but she went into an empty church and she walked up this will make me cry telling you this she wow. walked up to the pulpit and said, we are all priests and I'm going to tell my story. And the church was empty and she just did it. That's beautiful. Right. And she was like, I needed to do that for me. I needed to say that I am a priest under Christ and I have a voice and my story matters. That's right. And so she just walked into an empty church and preached. That's incredible. And I was like, that that will preach. Oh, I love that. It absolutely will. I mean, I I thought, I don't know, I guess it was the plane coming back recently from, from London or somewhere. 
I don't watch a whole lot of television. Mm-hmm. Just not Tell for moral time. reasons. Exactly. <laughs> well, and I'd rather read a book or yeah. be outside with, with Missy or, or something. But I saw because I was watching because sure. it was such a long flight, I kept seeing, I think it was a Dove commercial, you know, where I thought it, it shows women of all shapes and sizes. And basically it's that same. I don't remember the advertising slogan, but it's basically you matter, your voice yeah. matters. Yeah. And I thought, wow, it's interesting when Dove is doing a better job than the church mm. of of instilling value right. in young women and, of course, young men, too. But this was geared toward women. And when you say that, I thought, Missy, I've taught her to go. We live on a hill you yeah. know, in the boonies in the middle of nowhere. She stands at the back of our hill, and then there's just cows below her. Yeah. You see for nine miles. But she either sings or says what she feels. And, you know, the other day she's just standing out there only in a pair of shorts. Yeah. So no shirt. So right. we're kind of exhibitionists because we live in the boonies. <laughs> but, you know, she's, she's just free as can be. And right. she just starts bellowing a worship song at the uh. top of her lungs with her hands raised. And I thought I wasn't that free. Yeah. And I, and I want to be now, but I, I absolutely will be for her. That's right. I don't want her to wear any of the shame or anything that God didn't give us mm. um, as responsibility. I don't want her to wear things that are too heavy that God didn't give yeah. us to wear. Yeah, that must be interesting raising a young woman mm-hmm. publicly a little yeah. bit. I mean, not yeah. fully publicly. A lot right. of the world, a lot of your world people don't see, but people know Missy. I mean, I'm sure people <laughs> recognize her in airports and recognize her at events. And, and that's got to be interesting to be raising her in a way that she's she's really known. Mm. Is that? It? Yeah, I had a woman recently. I had said something on Instagram about her. We had a um, she uh-huh. had a phenomenal visit. We have quarterly visits for her HIV, yes. an infectious disease doc at Vandy here in Nashville, and we had the best. Best blood work we've had since I brought her home from Haiti three years ago. And so her HIV is is truly undetectable. They can find no sign of it in her body. It's only only Jesus. Yeah, that's right. And great meds by the grace of God, but um, great doctors. Anyway, I I had somebody really uh, kind of eviscerate me on social media and said, you should not share that publicly. And I thought, okay, first of all, you know, people on social media, I I mean, it can be a great platform, but it's, that's not real relationship. Right. Know your life. And what these, this woman didn't know is that people already knew about her HIV status long before I started the adoption process. So it would have been impossible to put that cat back in the bag. But I thought the bigger issue there is I am not going to tell my child she has to carry a secret for the rest of her life. Her mama didn't know she had AIDS, much less that she was transmitting HIV to her baby. And so Missy didn't cause her HIV. I am not going to say, honey, shh, don't tell anybody about this. Right. Because to take the stigma away from that, you have to say, look at what God has done. Yeah. And I thought, you know, we may get, and I've been to counselors about that, talked sure. to professionals about that. It's a very personal decision. Yeah. But she may at 13 go, hey, mama, I really don't want to share my CD4 account with anybody anymore. <laughs> right, let's let's right. keep that private. And right. I'll go, cool, baby, that's your decision. Yeah. But right now, Annie, there have been, well, multiple, I don't know exactly how many, but multiple kids who have HIV who have been adopted as a direct result of people hearing oh, Missy's and hearing Missy's story. Yeah. It's just a few people have heard the story, shared it with a few others, and yeah. people who are going, Wow, I, I hadn't considered adopting a child yeah. with HIV because I thought that was a fatal mm. disease. Mm-hmm. But after hearing your story and seeing how healthy she is and that her life expectancy is the same as a child who's healthy yeah. Yeah. and seeing the hope, we went ahead and We're adopted a it. child with HIV from wow. Uganda or from right. India or from wherever, from right. China. And so I think, man, 
a couple of kids will now have full life because mm. we chose to go, this is not something we're going to live in. I will not yeah. have her walk under shame. Yeah. That, um, that isn't her fault. And yeah. so we've chosen to say this is a testimony. This isn't a this isn't a confession. This right. is a testimony. Right, <laughs> right. Right. We don't confess on the internet. Right? We just tell right. right? Yes. What did the doctor yeah. tell you your HIV was at Vanderbilt last week? Undetectable, yes. Yes. Undetectable, yes. yes. Undetectable, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you're healthy as a horse, right? Yes, Mama. And you have gorgeous abs. I know, in your you belly. have good muscles. Does mama have good muscles in her belly? <laughs> Hey, Missy, tell me about your mama. Well, she's so beautiful. I mean, she's so beautiful. She is. What else? What's your favorite thing about spending time with your mom? Well, I like her because she's playing with me sometimes. Yeah. And that's why I like her sometimes. What's your favorite thing in an airport to do with your mama? Me? Yeah. Well, sometimes I laugh at the airport. And sometimes... I sit on one airplane yeah. and go to Florida or somewhere else far away yeah. or London or anything else. Anywhere. You can go anywhere you want, sis. Yes, ma'am. You like to <laughs> dance in airports, don't you? I do like to dance in <laughs> airports. And what do you love to eat at McDonald's? This is one of my favorite things about you. Trashy food. Trashy food. <laughs> yes, <ma'am. laughs> is it sausage biscuits you like so much? Yes, ma'am. In-house buns and orange juice. Oh, yeah. A whole <laughs> breakfast. Yes, ma'am. Do you it. like them? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I like my, my biscuit. I like bacon and egg. Oh. Yeah. You That's like that? That's what I like, too. Yeah, girl. We should do that. We should trashy breakfast together more often. Yes, Say we ma'am. will. Okay, we so will. We, do, we do one final question that I want both of you to answer. Okay. Okay? So, Missy, okay. you got to answer this question first. What sounds fun to you right now? What would be, if you could do anything, what sounds fun? Having fun with my mommy. That's it. That's and the number one thing. Going to the airport all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's worked out good for you, Lisa. Yeah, I was going to say, if fun Very is being with Mama and going to the to airport. <laughs> um, I would say what sounds like fun to me is what we're going to. Well, first of all, this has been fun being with Miss Annie, right? Yes, ma'am. I love being I with you guys, I get to, too. right after this, Annie, we're jumping in the car, and we're road tripping to Atlanta. Okay. And we have the new Hillsong Young and Free record. And so <gasps> oh, we it's are, so good. I've heard. I promised her we will get ice cream, <gasps> and we will get all kinds of treats. Oh, and we're yeah. And we don't have anywhere we have to be until tomorrow morning in Atlanta. Oh, so good. So we're just putzing. Yeah. We may stop at some trashy store. We may get some rock <laughs> candy. We may get, I don't know, gross t-shirts. You may see Rock City. Yeah, we may see Rock City. So we're road tripping today, and it's going to be a blast, huh? It is going to be a blast. And we'll do some car dancing. Oh, yes, sure. ma'am. Of course. Like this. Oh, yeah, girl. Get it. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, are y'all going to Atlanta for you to speak? We are. Okay. We are. We're going to um, Dr. Stanley's in Touch Ministries. Oh, that's awesome. I know. You know, he was a hero when I was younger. Well, so it's still is, cool. right? I oh, mean, I his, when you look at what the Stanleys have done for Atlanta, and oh, the world, really, the world, but for yeah. Atlanta is... Just incredible. Oh, it's unbelievable. Now, I'll do something stupid. Every time I'm around, like, my spiritual heroes. I told you last time I followed Ravi Zacharias. Yes. I was in the green room thinking, I just can't believe this is so holy. And I started spraying my hair. And I thought, this is unbelievable. It actually smells like a forest in here. Yeah. He's so holy. 
I sprayed my hair with Glade uh, no. Pine. In yeah, front of him. Oh, no, no, no. Right after him and just had the shellacked Glade helmet of hair. So I'll do oh, something stupid That's tomorrow. excellent. Yeah, you know, you can't well ever done. believe your press I release. know. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I had Stephen Curtis Chapman on the podcast sitting I saw, in that chair. I saw. And I was the same way. I was like, well, now I'm crying. Were and, you nervous? Uh, yeah, I've met him before, but never in a um, never in an atmosphere where he was Stephen Curtis Chapman. Yeah, yeah. And he was I, – I, something we have to do here in Nashville is kind of disassociate people yeah. from what they do. Yeah. If you want to be friends with anybody. Yeah. And so you kind of, when I first met him, I kind of went, okay, Stephen Curtis Chapman, that's cool. And in this environment, it was, no, I need you to know oh, yeah. what you've met. And he's the kindest, the kindest man. The kindest. I was with I Max this weekend, Lucado. Oh, yeah. And you know, same thing. Do you have time thing. to tell that story real quick? Because I thought it was real interesting. On Instagram, you said um, what a big deal it was to do his yeah. church on Mother's Day. Yeah. It, huge deal. Well, I mean, the biggest deal is that I'm a mom. Yeah. Um, didn't deserve it. So purely God's grace, you know, became a mom at 50. Senior, yeah. Went through menopause. So it was a little double blessing. <laughs> but yeah, to get to to be, to tell the story of how redemptive God is in Max Lucado's church yeah. on Mother's Day. You know, you just go only, only God. I mean, it's almost comical the trajectory of my life because yeah. what he's doing is so much bigger than my dreams. Um so yeah, it was it was just more. I've learned so much from him. He was my, you know, faraway pastor, and sure. we've been. He's so gracious. He'll say, "Lisa and I've been friends for a long time," and I'm like, "Well, if you call somebody who, you know, whose neck turns splotchy when you walk in the room, a friend, I, I guess <laughs> that's yes, using the word me. term pretty loosely." <laughs> I just, I you know, I don't idolize him. I have deep, deep, deep respect for him. Sure, and he's even kinder in person than he is in his books. But to to get to be there. Yeah. You know how any same thing. You just look at your life and go, only God. Only, only God. God's kindness. Only and then God. I go back to First Corinthians. He he uses the weak and the foolish. Yeah. You know, to illustrate his his power and his goodness. So yeah. I'm like, I'm so grateful he uses donkeys and rocks. Right. You <laughs> yeah. and me both. Um, yeah. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It just makes oh me like go, can we please just hang I, out you know, every day? As, like, as soon as we're done with this, we're going to pick up, pick a tie. I know. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Missy, thank you for being on the podcast. <laughs> Thanks so much to Lisa and to Missy, who is the dearest, most adorable child in the world. I mean, did you just fall in love with her? Undetectable, yes, right? Oh, I just think she's the greatest. And I just want to remind you that every copy of the Sacrament of Happy also donates towards the Happy Grove in Nepali, Haiti, towards that garden. So buy a copy, buy some friends' copies. Think Christmas. There's never too early. Do you have like a little place where you store Christmas gifts before you buy them? My mom has a closet. I have a box. I have a place, and I label it because, listen, you know that you buy a book for somebody and you forget who you bought it for and it sits in that box. Listen, get a big Tupperware from Target. Start buying gifts now. Spread out the finances so that you can buy gifts. Go ahead and think about people because not only are you giving them a new book, you're helping plant this beautiful five-acre garden in Haiti to help provide for the village of Nepali that I, as much as they gave me a parasite and I was not prepared not to dry my hair, I did really love the people and hope to go back someday. Hey, just a reminder that we have got the That Sounds Fun weekend coming up in just about six weeks, the last weekend of July, July 28th through 30th. We would love for you to come to Nashville, hang with us, join us. Dave Barnes, Kelly Bannon, 
Eddie Koffeltz, Christy Knuckles. It is going to be incredibly, incredibly fun. And I think you're going to love it. So you can read more at my website, AnnieFDowns.com. Just click on the That Sounds Fun Weekend banner. Hey, if you enjoyed this conversation with Lisa, I bet you would love backing up a couple weeks and hearing my conversation with Andrea Lucado about her new book. We also have Angie Smith, Jessica Turner, Rebecca Lyons, so many people back in the histories of That Sounds Fun that are female authors that I think you would really enjoy. And also, of course, the Stephen Curtis Chapman episode that released in the middle of May. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Hey, if you need to find me, I'm embarrassingly easy to find. It's Annie F. Downs, F as in fancy, across every corner of the internet, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you need to find me. I am Annie F. Downs. And they are headed to Atlanta. Lisa and Missy are going to have a good time driving to Atlanta. I am headed to renew the tags on my car. Listen, you guys, I'm not even going to tell you how expired they are. You know how much I travel. You know how very little I've been in Nashville this spring. And and you may actually work for the law enforcement, so I'm not going to tell you how expired my tags are. But believe me, it is long overdue. And here at the Weld Studio where we record the podcast with Chad, it is right next to where you get your emissions tested. So you know what sounds fun to me? Not getting arrested or getting a ticket or getting pulled over for my tag being expired. So I'm headed straight to the emissions place. So I hope you have a great day. Thank you for joining us. I have the best time hanging out here with you and I hope you enjoyed as well. And I hope today you will go and do something that sounds fun to you. Have a great day and we will see you next week. 